Welcome to the Empower Yourself Podcast. If you are an intuitive soul, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dr. Jess. I'm an intuitive healer and author of Heal Your Spirit and Empower Your Life and a meditation and empowerment guide. We all deserve to be happy and to live a life that we truly love. It's time to step into your power and to be the true version of yourself, to be the biggest version of yourself. It's safe to claim your gifts and to share them with the world. Let's raise our vibe and empower together. On today's episode, our special guest is Noelle. Noelle is a licensed acupuncturist and a certified spiritual healer based in New Orleans. She recently started an online group healing program called Freedom Over Fear to help women who are struggling with fear and anxiety. Please welcome Noelle. Thank you for having me, Jess. Absolutely. I know we've been knowing each other for a while, so it's a given to reach out to you. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm honored. And I know that we both started like the online program this year, which is a great achievement for the both of us. Um, and I always love seeing your freedom over fear post. And Yeah, well, yeah, the crazy part is that I started that last year, so in 2019, right? I started it, um, the first group launched in November, and I called it Freedom Over Fear 2020, right? I had no idea that 2020 was going to unfold the way it has, where it's like masses of people are right now currently because of the coronavirus are feeling a lot of fear and anxiety. And um, so it's wild how spirit works, right? Like I had no idea that that was going to happen this year and here we are. Um, But the program was amazing. Uh, We had eight women who went through the three month program and we finished in um, February. Um, and then when all of this, I, I planned on doing another group program, um, a, another class. And then when all of this happened, I was just like, how, like I needed to take care of myself, <laughs> right? Like instead of putting energy into creating another group program and launching all of that. So I've, I've kind of put it on hold and I've been playing around with the idea of doing a 21 day program. So not, nothing is in depth as a three month program, but just like a, a 21 day reset for everyone and, and make it a lot more accessible uh, price wise to everybody. So that's what I've been working on lately. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's wild getting into the online world and seeing what's possible and how much you can actually help people from a distance, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's interesting too, because like fear and anxiety, it's so common and yeah, so common to where some people think it's natural to live with and natural. Yes. Oh, I have heightened anxiety or severe anxiety or moderate. It doesn't matter the level. Um, just yeah. like it, it just, it's like turning the volume up on it. Sometimes um, anxiety can definitely fluctuate, but, um, but we don't have to normalize anxiety. We don't have to normalize. Exactly. That's, you know, to where it's outrageous out the window kind of a thing. Well, it's it, what you're saying is exactly right. Like you're, I, you're picking up on part of the reason that I decided to create this is because it has become normalized. It's, it, I was noticing that so many of my acupuncture clients 
worse saying I have anxiety like I have this thing and then they identify with it and then they just think that it's normal and it's like that's not normal you shouldn't have to live with that but it's sort of like I don't know if you I know that you're a fan of um, some Hay House authors as I am and Wayne Dyer I think talked about I love Wayne Dyer yeah he talked once about memes um, I don't know if you, I can't remember which book that was or what lecture it was, but he talked about cultural memes and how an idea can spread in a culture, in a group, in a collective, and then it becomes, it, it just becomes like the fad, uh, like disease or um, dis-ease of the moment, right? So I feel like anxiety is sort of like this this very common dis-ease that we've, we have normalized and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa why are we normalizing this? Why do we want to go through life this way? It doesn't have to be that way, you know? And so um, with freedom over fear, we go over the different levels of, of body, mind, and spirit that can contribute to fear and anxiety. And then we work on each one of those levels as we go through the program. So, because sometimes it can be physical, you know, sometimes it can be related to diet and, it's just like simple, you know, you have to shift some things around. And then other times it can be more of like an energetic spiritual thing. Sometimes it can be a mindset thing. So we just get into all the different levels of what can cause fear and anxiety. But it does, you're right. It doesn't have to be normal and it shouldn't be, you know, at all. Like life is a beautiful gift and it can be full of joy and love and, you know, all the good things that everybody wants. It's right there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I do. <laughs> Um, and when like one has a lot of anxiety and fear, like the solar plexus can be so heavily blocked. That's where like energetically where the, mm. the where the storage unit is for all the fear. And it can be so, oh. so dense sometimes. Where yeah. Like with, with what I do and then with acupuncture is so effective as well, which I love that it's all one family. Um, but it's like clearing up like the biggest knot at times. It's like untangling something that's so blinded. Uh, and yeah. that some people have lived with fear since childhood can yeah. really be more of an impact, meaning like that they don't realize it can go away. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 A lot. And yeah, we could go so much <laughs> deeper into this. But <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't know that it was stored in the solar plexus but I guess that makes sense being your it's a, it's like the right to act right the right to take action mm -hmm. um perhaps yeah I always think of fear being more like a root chakra thing mm -hmm. well yeah it's I feel like the chakras are all all connected so with like the root chakra if that's blocked um the foundation isn't really there it's almost like a tree mm. of roots you know the tree can't right. itself down uh, it'll just blow right branch in the wind um so if right. the chakra is blocked um there's no energetic roots and the foundation yeah. feels unstable to where that can cause anxiety for sure right but the main unit is by the tummy the solar plexus and i feel like the opposite of fear is having that faith and having faith whatever your beliefs may be um, it could be spiritual religious universal whatever anything that resonates with you but i really feel like that Having faith gives you more stability, uh, more healthy structure, and enhances your overall connection to life. Like mm, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know you have like so much knowledge with with acupuncture, with um, your course that you created. 
and to evolve and progress within life as it is essential to overcome and manage anxiety, what are some practical tips and ways that you share with people to help reduce anxiety? Hmm. Well, so practical, you know, I love that you said that because sometimes it is just the practical things that we overlook. And um, that's one of the things that I love about freedom over fear. And by the way, let me just say, this entire program was like given to me by spirit. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the F I was doing half the time. I was just showing up and it was coming through and I was like, okay, so this is what, this is, you know, what we're going to do. And it, you know, the, so I'm very, um, I just want to put that out there that, you know, I, when I'm speaking about this, it's coming from mostly, you know, a lot of it is practical in terms of my own experience and with my clients and with my own life, but some of it is just, spiritually like you know download downloads and some of it's like very simple but it's things that we overlook so something like drinking water for instance you would never think that you know not staying hydrated could create anxiety but it can so something like drinking water every day making sure you're drinking enough water blood sugar is a huge one you know so is stabilizing your blood sugar can completely change someone's life so making sure that, for instance, I, my rule of thumb that I've had for, you know, probably 15 years is always to make sure that you have, first of all, I eat, I eat clean, so less processed foods, but make sure that you have protein at every meal and some healthy fats so that you're not just having a lot of carbs and sugar. That, that, that can spike your blood sugar and that makes your heart beat faster and that creates anxiety. So something as simple as that, like, cutting out sugar and stabilizing your blood sugar can, can create a entire, a, a huge difference in someone's life, you know? Um, and that, so it's those simple things like taking care of your body, you know, take doing some meditation every day. And I know meditation is really super trendy right now. Um, but it, it is trendy for a reason because it's, it's, it changed my life. I'm sure it's changed your life. Like we, you teach meditation. So it's simple things like that can, can shift, the way that you experience living in your body. And that's something that's so valuable that I think that, again, you're more likely to jump to like, I have anxiety instead of I'm experiencing anxiety because these things are out of balance. So it's just simple things like that. Drinking water, meditating every day, making sure your blood sugar is stable. Sleep is a huge one, a very practical one that we overlook. There's a, there's a great book. Um, I believe the author's name is Michael Walker. And he, he only studied sleep for like 30 years. That's his entire life is dedicated to studying sleep because we don't, you know, there's that uh, saying that we don't know why we sleep. You know, why do we sleep? Why do humans need sleep? Well, he just studied all the processes that, that happen during sleep and what happens when you don't sleep and how detrimental to your health it can be. So um, I think his book is called Why We Sleep. And when I listened to that book, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, crazy all the the dis-ease processes that happen from lack of sleep or disrupted sleep are just incredible so do what you can to get a really solid night's sleep and he says anything less than seven hours a night is not good sleep so you know making the shifts possible to get enough sleep so it's like those four simple practical like everybody can do those things are really important yeah and 
it's kind of wild how sleep is so important. And I know that everything needs to regulate, restore, refresh, you know, even if like one can't have a deeper sleep that can totally throw everything off too. So even mm-hmm. people are sleeping like in a uh, lighter state, if they don't get that REM sleep, like the deep sleep that can, yeah. you know, change yeah. things. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I, if you, if you're interested in it, I highly recommend getting that book, you know, audiobook or written by, I listened to the audiobook and um, it was great. It was mind blowing. I could not believe all of the research that he did and the results of the research, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And he talks a lot about the mechanism of sleep. So if people are having issues with sleeping, um, you know, the circadian rhythm, but also he talks about sleep pressure building up. So just like the chemistry of what creates sleepiness and, and how to keep that regu- regulated. And, you know, some of the things are very practical, just like turning off the screens an hour before bed, um, trying to avoid artificial light. Um, also, he said, this is an interesting one that I didn't know. When you wake up, you want to expose yourself to natural light soon. So like, because so, it sort of like resets your circadian rhythm so make sure that you open the windows or get outside like within an hour of waking up so it's sort of the exposure to natural light when you wake up is really important um yeah so and then simple things like yeah yeah exactly and you know yeah so it's a great book why we sleep highly recommend it and I'm really big into books and um, research. I am. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I have so many books. It's like so many books, so little time. With um, fear and anxiety um, and gaining the freedom over fear, I feel like that's one of the biggest goals within among people in this world. What do you find that helps people that may not believe it's possible to manage anxiety or to overcome fear to gain that freedom? What would you encourage them with if they are not sure if it's possible? Oh, well, yeah. So the first, the first step is to be open to the possibility of change. I feel like that's really important no matter what you're doing, whether it's, um, you know, healing, healing some other disease or disorder or whatever it is, is the first step is really being open to the possibility of change. Because if you, if you can be open to the possibility of change, I might not be the person that will be able to heal you, but somebody else will. So keeping, keeping that open heart and keeping that open mind and being open to the possibility, it doesn't mean you're willing it to happen, but it means that you're open to that and you're putting it out there, you know, you're trusting God, trusting the universe to lead you to the answers. You know, I, I don't know. Um, your listeners might not know my story and I don't know that I've posted it very many places, but you know, I struggled with an eating disorder for almost a decade and it was, you know, uh, I went through the traditional conventional treatment and it didn't really help me you know like they put me on Prozac which basically numbed my feelings uh didn't change the behavior I was bulimic at the time uh and they I went into like a support group program and that just kind of um especially as an empath it kind of just dragged me down like hearing other people's stories then I just started identifying with it more and I remember somebody telling me in my treatment that you know, once you have an eating disorder, it's like an addiction, you're always going to have to struggle with it. Like, it's just the thing you have to accept. And 
I, that was not acceptable to me. Like I was like, pardon my French, but I was just like, well, I was like, F this, like, no, I'm, this is not, I don't know. I'm going to just allow myself to really go deep on my own and heal this. And I'm not recommending everybody do this, but for me, this is what works. So I completely stopped with the antidepressant. I just did a lot of deep spiritual work. You know, I struggled for a while. You know, I was still kind of bulimic sometimes until I really started doing work on like loving myself. I did a lot of mirror work. I did a lot of meditation. I slowly switched out like the way I was eating. Um, I, it was just like, I went, I, I went deep with it. I did a lot of journaling and before I knew it, it, the behavior just stopped, you know, and I started to really enjoy my life. And I started to really like love like food and love going out in nature. And just like, I started to focus on things that I loved rather than you know, like struggle with, with life so much. And the more and more I did that, the more my, my brain actually changed, you know, so, so uh, neuroplasticity, right? So I started to focus more on what I loved and breaking those old pathways of the habit that I had created, which was like, you know, being uncomfortable in my body, needing to binge and purge in order to deal with anxiety. And then the more that I shifted that, the more that I actually healed. And then I didn't need anything. And then life became amazing, you know, but I wouldn't have ever um, tried that if I didn't believe it was possible. You know, if I, if I would have just believed that this is the only route and, and even though I was miserable and numb and still kind of doing it, I don't know where I would be today. So it's like being open to the possibility of change um, and then allowing God, spirit, universe, whatever it is, you know, life to guide you to the solution and the answer I think is really important. So what, whoever you are, I a hundred percent believe that there is possible to, to heal from anxiety a hundred percent. Yeah. It just, it just takes that openness and willingness to experiment. And feeling that you're worth it. You know, I'm, I'm happy that you are, sure. you are today <laughs> and you talk about that in past tense and it, it's, it's, seems like it was very challenging and that's an understatement yeah no idea what that would feel like but it sounds very oh yeah it, it's extremely challenging that's the only way I could put it um and it's like are you tuning into it <laughs> and getting pushed down yeah. and I, yeah I can only imagine uh, but you're yeah. right here and that takes um, a lot of self-love so I'm glad that you're feeding yourself through affirmation through um, positive words to letting yourself see it and when someone told you no you're like no I'm going to see the light I'm going to see that glimmer of hope mm -hmm. even if it's like the tiniest little piece that that's like miles away I see it and the fact that you kept on going and now you're helping other women other people with their own story with their own emotions their own feelings helping them to love themselves their bodies who they are accepting I think, feel like that's huge accepting life accepting of yourself and yeah. your own goals your own purpose and um yeah everyone has their own story which is I find super interesting yeah for sure yeah you know it's so when you when you're saying that I'm thinking to myself like I'm a fighter yes and I didn't do it alone mm -hmm. 
you know, there are little angels that showed up along the way, yeah. whether it was like a friend giving me a DVD of something or, you know, somebody showing up and offering me um, some, some wisdom and insight that maybe at the time I didn't get, you know, I remember people like saying things to me and I'd be like, what? That makes no sense. They're like, huh. And then years later, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, so I'm, you're never alone. You know, it's just, I didn't see it at the time, but I was surrounded by angels in human form, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. The importance yeah. of a support system, having a support system. And if, if there is um, uh, not the best support system that one has, it's like, okay, reaching out to resources, reaching out to professional counselors, acupuncturists, whoever that, sure. that you're craving, whoever you're comfortable with. And I feel like it, one has to be comfortable, uh, of course, you know, finding comfort and having that openness to making a change. Because sometimes even changing mm -hmm. is kind of freaky. Right. You know, like, oh, exactly. What's going to be like? Um, exactly. That's, so that's what I'm saying. That is probably the most important thing for anybody who's struggling with fear and anxiety is just being open and then allowing yourself to explore, allowing yourself to see what works, you know, and, and just because one thing doesn't work doesn't mean that something else won't. Right. right. Yeah. I completely agree. And um, yeah. letting everyone choose their own decision on how they would like to yeah. receive like positive support. So I know that was one of your biggest motivators is just to self-heal and self-progress and overcome. And how are you feeling now, just personally? How are you feeling now the fact that you share your story, you went through it, um, you are where you are today in life? It's like, I feel like life lessons like this and self-love, for me too, it's like self-love is ongoing, you know, and I feel like that's mm -hmm. And to be honest, yeah. for myself, I have to remind myself, okay, just get back to yourself. You know, don't just give, give, give to everyone else. Right, um, right. But how, how are you feeling right now with your progress? Oh, gosh. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of Ram Dass lately, <laughs> who I love. He's one of my spiritual, oh, gosh, I just love, love that man. So um, with my progress, I feel like, Honestly, I have to sometimes remind myself that it's that that all of this matters. Do you know what I mean? Like some I don't know how to describe it. Sometimes I slip into such a state of bliss and gratitude and work with where I am that I have to remind like I have to remind myself that, you know, I still I still need to work on things because I do slip. I, this is so weird to say, but I do slip into these states of just like bliss and gratitude. And like, I don't need to change anything like complete and total self-acceptance. And that's a weird place to be, right? <laughs> the world is like telling you, you need to do more. You need to do more. And I'm like, Oh no, but it's so beautiful and wonderful. And I was just like, I'm right now in my life. I'm, I, I'm, I'm in a really, really good place. And um, in terms of like, the blessings in my life and so um that's it's such a weird thing to say but that's that's the hardest part is to get my to like get my ass like a fire under my ass so to speak because I feel really good right now <laughs> you know mm -hmm. that's, it's so weird yeah. 
self-work and self-healing it's like enjoying yeah where you where you are now it's been yeah a long hike to get here so let's just yes and observe the view yeah chill mm-hmm. yeah so that i've been really feeling that big time you know and 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 it's so funny because i catch myself like am i allowed to just enjoy this like is this okay am i allowed to just you know totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's like um, feeling that your your life and the pace that you live it is your own. It's like really connecting. Yeah. I feel like for myself too, connecting with our just with our own being, our own existence, and feeling. Hey, you know what? If I feel okay, like I feel like this is a good place to take a break. Awesome. You know, if that's what you're feeling, if that's what you're hungry for if it feels right go for it and sometimes it's like you get in like different moods for me anyway I get into different moods to where like oh I feel like I want to create more I feel like express right I feel like doing a b and c whatever it is um it's kind of like being hungry for something I'm hungry for this vegetable I'm hungry I want a banana whatever it's like you know Mm. this particular craving Um, Mm. and I know everyone has their own thing whatever other people are doing is fine but just coming back yeah. yourself a hundred percent like a million percent to where we turn up our own volume and I was talking to another friend yesterday Dr. Ina and we we're talking about letting go being aware of certain beliefs that we have you know like this conscious mm-hmm. beliefs sometimes that aren't always healthy just tapping into those and I see it mm-hmm. as like weeding the garden kind of doing our own spring cleaning and adding in the flowers like the positive thoughts that we do want so that way it's a lot easier to like, okay, it is safe for me to rest. And resting is still doing something. Resting is productive. I'm allowed to rest. I'm allowed to breathe, mm-hmm. to enjoy this time. And also like, um, it's fun. It's interesting. Energy is so interesting. And I know, mm-hmm. you know you're very intuitive and empathic, but um, it's uh, I had like this thought earlier. Um, it's like, okay, I'll be happy when I have a child. Like, yes, I will be extra happy when I have a child. But it's like, Jess, like, I'm happy now. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? I am mm-hmm. like, really happy right exactly. now. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it's so funny you say that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I've been, when I say it, it's a weird problem to have, I really mean it. It's like, I've been kind of, I wouldn't say struggling, but yeah, almost like struggling with this. Like, is it okay to just be okay with exactly how things are? You know, with everything going on in the world right now, with, you know, my, it's just, I'm not being, I'm not able to practice right now as an acupuncturist. So, you know, I've had to take a big step back. And instead of resisting it, I've been enjoying the F out of it. I've been like, wow, I get to spend time with the, the, the man that I love. I get to just relax and enjoy nature and take time to like sleep if I need to. And like, you know, I've really been enjoying it. I've been off social media almost completely. Like I pop in every once in a while if I'm going to do an online class or something like that. And I've had to struggle with that. Like everybody else is, everybody else is capitalizing on this time to get online and, and grow their online business and, you know, figure out how to make ends meet and, and thank God that I'm, I'm okay in that position. Like, thank God that I'm, I can just exist without having to to struggle with that. And that's a a complete blessing. And I'm so grateful. Um, 
And at the same time, it's like, should I be doing more? Should I be doing more? But my spirit is loving it. Like when I say I'm loving, it's like, it's loving. It's like, oh God, I needed this because I did a lot of creating last year. I did a lot of, I did a leadership training, which I had to, to really um, bust my butt for, you know, I traveled back and forth to California several times. Um, it was a very intense six month training. So that really kicked my butt. And then I did the freedom of a fear course at the whole, and during that whole time was also practicing acupuncture. So it was, it was a lot of creating. And so this year almost feels like a, like this time almost feels like a godsend to me personally, where it's like, I'm in, I needed this, my soul needed this. And I'm such a nature lover as you know, yeah. <laughs> like oh, I've lo- I love nature. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I've just been spending so much more time outside and witnessing nature almost come alive because I think that we needed that pause, like all the, the pollution that hasn't happened because we've taken this pause. Nature's rejoicing and and I recognize that this this planet, this ecosystem doesn't consist of only humans. There are a lot of other beings on this planet that need support and we've kind of been messing it up. So maybe we needed this pause, maybe for the good of all, you know, not just humanity, but the good of, of the entire earth, the entire planet. So I've just been really like connected on that level and it's been wonderful. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I lost the, <laughs> I don't know if I answered that question, whatever you said, but yeah, it's, I think it was the, I think what, whatever you were saying was being with what is versus going into what if it's like being happy with exactly how it is. So what you're saying is like, I'll be happy when, or like, what if this happens where our mind is projecting into the future, just being okay with, with what is, and you know, it doesn't mean that my life is a bunch of like rainbows and unicorns. Like there are some things that need, that, that can be a little challenging, but I, I'm also meeting that with a feeling of, of like love, you know, where I, if it's a challenge, I'm going to love it. And I'm going to love that this is um, what's coming up for me. And it's an opportunity for me to work through it. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I love your perspective and the importance of being present and just, yeah. And enjoying the moment and we're always learning and pros and cons. Sometimes like really we have to learn this lesson. Like, you know, I know. Sure. myself it's like okay I'm ready but not totally ready but it's like okay let's let's give it a go um so it is it does um allow you to check in with with yourself your willingness to learn whatever it may be your willingness to be patient um I feel like this time also really helps us to to check in and to have more self-care and feeling what it is that we want to do with our day and we don't have to live for others, you know, as healers, we're, we're very nurturing, obviously. So it's a lot of giving, giving, giving for others and serving most of our time. And now the fact that, you know, myself too, I'm not in the office and I want to play it safe, like super safe. And people are asking, are you going back to the office yet? And I'm like, no, you know, and I feel okay saying that because I don't want to jeopardize them or my health, my health as well. Right just letting us just slow down to reevaluate, to refocus, to breathe. Mm-hmm. And I, I could feel like you're very, you're like, how you mentioned, like enjoying the resting, enjoying this replenishment, you know, as nature is healing, you're healing. And I feel like 
you know, as you're mm-hmm. sort of in with nature, you can feel that. And it's, yeah, it, it feels very good for you. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then it comes up and it's like, is that, is that okay? You know, is it okay that I actually feel good? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love affirmations and you're very creative. I feel like we're all creative and I know you like journaling mm-hmm. too. So it's like, if you want to, I love, I always encourage people to, to really ask, okay, what do I need to hear right now? And you could do the same if you want, and it's optional, but really feeling what you need to hear and writing down your own affirmation. So that way it right. resonates a hundred percent with you. It has to make sense. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's great. It is fun. I see it more soul food and there's mm-hmm. no calories. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad that you've, created freedom over fear and had a great impact with those people and you'll be sharing more of your gifts whenever you feel ready and it's totally okay to take your time like I'm doing the same Um, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that this life isn't a race you know or a competition yeah so yeah really yeah 100% yeah for sure and I think that social media in general is has changed our perspective toward it's like oriented us toward a place of comparison and competition almost you know and so and I really because I've been I've, t- I've taken a huge step back from that world lately I really am recognizing that in myself where I am witnessing maybe the way that I was approaching things in the last you know two years or so has been you know somewhat driven by this ambitious um, need to prove something or need to achieve something in some way, you know, and now I'm really letting that go. And when I do create something in the future, I feel like I, I want it to be solely to, to benefit other people, you know, and of course, sure, I'm going to, it's I know it's going to be a win-win situation and I'm going to create it that way but but it's coming from that place of true service you know to me that's my heart wants that right now my heart wants to serve so deeply like my 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 driving force is is service so if it's coming from another place where it's like ego-based where I need to like feel like I'm going to like I have something to prove it's I'm not going to create it (laughs) you know it's like that's not where I am right now. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of really over the whole like polished Instagram, like influencer, like social, I, there's something in me that just is so. It feels like you're not realizing yourself. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like, I don't want to, I don't want to reject it completely because it's how you connect with people. And, and by, by rejecting it completely, it's almost like giving it some, ascribing it some power that it doesn't have. Right. But I do recognize in myself, maybe in my motivation and also in others too. And I, um, yeah, so I'm kind of like sitting with that in terms of whatever, whatever I do next, I really want it to be from a place of of service and being really clear in my heart with that, 
you know, so that's, that's where I am. And the, one of the things that a lot of the women found very helpful in the freedom over fear program was the seven agreements. So it's a three month program, which is 90 days. It's, a, it's intense. <laughs> it's a long time to commit. And we did weekly group calls. We had, there's like online content, weekly group calls. Everybody had a one-on-one -on -one session with me every month. And, um, but throughout the entire 90 days, there's something called the seven agreements, which is a daily commitment to doing seven things. And um, I'll share that. I'll, I'll, I need to put that um, online and give you a link to it because I've done another podcast where I was sharing it and it's not really out there mm -hmm. <laughs> for everybody to see yet um, if you're not in the program. But it's seven agreements and they are, you know, setting an intention within 10 minutes of waking up, meditating every day for 10 minutes, um, journaling every day, whether that's, you know, doesn't matter when, but I always recommend right after meditation because a lot of times insights will come. Spending 15 minutes in nature every day, like intentional minutes in nature, um, drinking half your body weight in water, doing five things you're grateful for before you go to bed. And then like, these are the things that everybody agrees to uh, do every single day and having the container of support around that, where you have someone holding you accountable. You can talk about the challenges that you're experiencing. You can talk about the breakthroughs that you've had is so valuable that that's really what I, what I, what I think <laughs> and what I've, I've actually declared is going to be the next iteration of Freedom Over Fear. So a 21-day um, Freedom Over Fear Foundations course where we're going to go over the seven agreements and create that structure for people to just have that shift. And 21 days is the, you know, what they've, they've the psychologist or therapist or whoever, I don't know, who's declared is the amount of time that you, you need to create a new habit, right? So that, that is going to be the next iteration of it. Um, the start date, though, is something that, and, and the structure of it, you know, in terms of exactly how it's going to play out is what I've been kind of playing around with. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. That, yeah. <laughs> I like how you're yeah. compacting it to where it's even more powerful. And nowadays, a lot of us like that instant gratification, the instant result. Right. So I feel like the 21 days would be great to supercharge, to get what they need, yeah. and to keep going with life. Yeah. Yeah. And to experience and what you're so when you're talking about what about people who, who don't think it's possible and, you know, who are struggling with like, am I going to live with this forever? It's like to experience a shift because there's no way that you can go through that 21 days and not feel somewhat different, if not completely different. And then, you know, you could, if you chose to continue with those habits and see how it changes your life, if you want to continue for 90 days, you'll always have that framework to go back to and to learn from. And one of the things that I love about freedom over fear is that um, the community that's created with that, you know, so like the women who went through the program with me back um, and just finished in February, we're still connected. So every month I'm doing a Zoom call and that's optional. You know, you can hop on and that's going to be open to everyone who, who does anything with freedom over fear. So the 21 day group, um, once they're done, they'll have access to that monthly call, like forever, you know, or until 
I decide to stop doing it. But I love having that. And, and the women love connecting with each other. It's just a safe space to share, you know, struggles, challenges, wins, um, you know, just and just to share love, you know, to have that supportive space where other people are are um, struggling or dealing with something similarly and you're met with like love and support is so important and so valuable. So that's going to happen monthly. It's been happening monthly um, with, with those women and will continue to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, so, so you'll have that support after the 21 days too. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, well needed, um, you know, with, it's like, I see it as like um, the group work, um, similar to like counseling, but just allowing yourself to vent. And I feel like that's important too. Yeah. Say everyone has their own family and inner circle, but just having that safe place to express yourself authentically mm -hmm. and whatever wants to come out, you know, no filters whatsoever, no limitations or anything like that. Just letting, letting it flow. It helps you to clear your space. Yeah. Clarity talking about freedom. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know how it's going to go with the 21 day group because <laughs> these eight women are very deeply connected, right? Um, we're all, I'm me too. I'm connected to them too. So there's a sense of also like when, when you really let go of fear, you're able to show up as your authentic self, right? Like you're able to show up as your authentic self and, and, and go deep with that and to have that kind of safe space where there's like, the ability to be your authentic self to, without fear is just priceless in my opinion. It's just like the best. So yeah. 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 And you're right. Like sometimes there's family and friends and the people in your inner circle aren't necessarily the best people to go to for that. <laughs> because you, you know, right. Because, well, because they might be part of what you're struggling with. So, you know, like you need to be able to, um, to share the fact that maybe your husband is, you're struggling with like, you know, your relationship with your husband or you're struggling with, you know, um, your mom in some way. So it's like having that, that space that doesn't include the people that you're around all the time is really important as well. Absolutely. It just lets you to breathe, lets your whole body to breathe. Yes. Awesome, Noel. Thank you so much for sharing. And I feel like you left and gave us so many inspirational tips and ways to overcome fear um, and to really gain that freedom, to enjoy freedom. And even as you express like that, you're taking this time to nurture yourself, that's your freedom and you're enjoying your freedom. So thank you for that. Thank you for enjoying it. And then even in this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're welcome. <laughs> they could just sing in their freedom, they can dance in their freedom, they can do whatever the heck they want in their freedom. So it's awesome that you're choosing that too. You know, that's a you know great, you know, um, a great example to give to other people. Also, Noel, anything else that you'd like to share while we're here? Um, also, another thing that I didn't mention, a very practical tip is just breathing. Mm -hmm. You know, remembering to breathe. Breathing exercises are so powerful. It's like those simple things that we overlook. And fresh air, water, like exercise that you enjoy. You know, those, like the simple things can be the most powerful things. So also, you know, breathing exercise. Find one that you really love that's like your go-to. 
know. I love alternate nostril breathing. It's like one of my favorite things ever. It's yeah. Yeah. And it, I always feel more balanced and calm. You can also do the, the six, seven, eight breathing or, you know, there's lots of different breathing techniques and there's so many resources out there right now. So find one that you really enjoy and don't forget to breathe. You know, like sometimes it's like those simple things that we overlook that in those moments of stress and anxiety, you go into fight or flight and you're not thinking it. And it's not you, I'm not saying you, but we, we don't think about, about um, the solutions, right? Because you're, you're going to what's familiar. When you're in the state of fight or flight, you revert back to what's familiar. So until you make these things very familiar, so breathing exercise, you make it really familiar, you get yourself really um, attuned to how it shifts you. Once you get to that state of familiarity, the next time you're going into fight or flight, you'll know that that's a tool that you can use. So get really familiar with something that you know really helps you. So find one breathing exercise that you love and and do it regularly. So the next time you're in a state of fight or flight, you're like, okay, all right, right, this thing, right, this works. I forgot about this, you know. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome, Jess. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Take care.